welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very senior professional from the world of insurance, Mr. K.K. Srinivasan. Mr. Srinivasan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you. Mr. Srinivasan is the former whole-time uh, member of the Board of Insurance, Regulatory and Development Authority of India. He's the former Chief Executive Officer of the Tariff Advisory Committee. So, uh, sir, before we get into talking insurance, tell me a little bit about your own journey in brief. Uh, well, I um, had my uh, education uh, mostly in Delhi. Mm -hmm. I passed out of a government-aided school, uh, then called as a Madrasi school. Mm -hmm. And then I stood first in the, then what is called as the higher secondary examination, or mm -hmm. now it's called as plus two. Mm -hmm. I topped in the commerce group mm -hmm. and uh, I joined the Shiram uh, College of uh, Commerce for mm -hmm. my BCom honors uh, yeah. course. Mm -hmm. Thereafter, I, you know, responded to an advertisement by a, a recruitment uh, head uh, agency of Tata's called Zoom Services. Mm -hmm. And then I was selected as a direct recruit officer by Zoom Services mm -hmm. and allotted to the New India Assurance Company Limited, which was a part of the uh, Tata group mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. And JRT Tata was our uh, vice chairman. Mm -hmm. Naval Tata was our chairman. And I had the privilege of having a glimpse of them in the first floor of our head office building at 87, classic building at 87 Mahatma Gandhi Road. Mm. And then 71, they, I got nationalized when the industry got nationalized. Mm. And that's it. And, uh, you know, okay. I traveled all over the world, including uh, uh, to Japan. I've traveled to all the continents except Antarctic. Mm, fabulous. And as they say, the rest is history. So we'll talk about insurance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, for a lot of my young viewers and listeners, mm. what are some of the basic segments of insurance mm. that every common human being should be aware of? Uh, look, it's very simple. It, it, no, insurance is not rocket science. Mm. Uh, it, there are basically, if I may say, three core segments. Mm -hmm. One is the life. Mm -hmm. The other is the non-life, otherwise known as the property and casualty and liability. Mm -hmm. And the third one is the health segment. Okay. On the top of that is what is called as a reinsurance, mm -hmm. which is nothing but insurance of insurance companies. Okay. 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 And, uh, you know, you spent a lot of time and you were a whole time board member of the Insurance Regulatory Development of Authority of India. Hmm. What is the role of the IRDAI? Well, I won't go into the entire act. Hmm. But I'll tell you briefly because the act beautifully sums it up in the preamble. Uh, as the two twin objectives of IRDA. Mm -hmm. Number one, protection of policyholders' interests mm -hmm. and orderly growth of the industry. 
Okay. The rest are all, to my mind, subservient to the two primary goals of the Iridai Act. Mm. Very interesting. Uh, and, uh, you know, for a long time, and I, you know, uh, I'm also uh, of a similar vintage like you, mm. uh, insurance was either seen as uh, a tax saving mm. uh, or it was seen to protect assets. Mm. It has started to change over the last few decades. What what percentage of Indians are covered by insurance and how is this changing? Um, if you uh, if you uh, if you are looking for a you know straightforward answer to that, uh, well, um, that probably is a little difficult. Mm -hmm. But yes, uh, particularly in the last uh, decade and in the last four or five years' time. Mm -hmm. There have been dramatic changes. Mm -hmm. You know, the insurance has gone through a whole history. It was uh, in the private sector when I joined. Mm -hmm. The life was in the private sector before 1956. Mm -hmm. Then it became a government sector. Mm -hmm. The non-life became a government sector. Mm -hmm. In 2000, the market again got opened. Yes. So again, slowly and steadily, the new players have come into the market. Mm -hmm. So, 2000 saw the new horizon of uh, our uh, of uh, insurance sector, mm. right? So we don't have that many players now, like 106 uh, players in non-life and uh, something like 125 in live. And some mm. point of time, it became such a big mess. So the government mm. had to consolidate and nationalize. Right. Uh, okay. Fine. Now, what has happened is technology. And the government. If you ask me, the mm. two important things which has happened is the technology and the government. Mm. Probably the government realized that uh, the commercial insurance companies are not able to reach the common man mm. as they are because they are basically commercial entities. Mm. So a whole lot of government aided schemes have come. Primarily in life, in health, and in the what is called as a personal accident. Mm. And today, what has happened is because of this, thanks to this, nearly 50% of the population is expected or is reportedly has one some form of insurance or the other. Fantastic. That's the greatest thing which has happened. Mm. Maybe that has come out of uh, the what is called as your individual identity card, your mm. other, mm. and the technology put together, mm. and the government coming in in a big way. Mm. So I'm I'm sure you're not talking of the Ayushman Bharat scheme. Uh, Ayushman Bharat and other uh, schemes, you know, so which are the us, PM, PM as the, uh, uh, you know. Given, uh, given your vast experience, sir, please tell us a little bit about the Ayushman Bharat and other schemes <laughs> that are supposed to be covering 50 crore people. Hmm. And how will this benefit the common person? First, you know, primarily it is uh, supposed to benefit the common man. Hmm. Particularly those below the poverty line, 
which the commercial insurances are probably not able to reach because for the common man, uh, he doesn't know where his next bread is coming from. Mm. So where mm. will he go for insurance? Mm. So probably that that's what it is. Mm. But talking about Aishman Bharat, mm. let me just refresh myself with the uh, you know with what I have gathered from various sources. Mm-hmm. Just to give me a few minutes. You know, it, this is a Aishman Bharat is a game changer in my perception, mm-hmm. and when it succeeds, uh, our our country will be a different country. Right. So, so that that's my whole perception mm-hmm. of uh, Aishman Bharat, mm. and I had said it in international fora. Yeah. And many of them also said we have not seen something like this anywhere in the world. Mm. That is, uh, you know, the Aishman Bharat is an attempt to provide comprehensive range of health services, mm-hmm. preventive, pro- uh, you know, promotive, and uh, cosmetic, rehabilitative, and pa- palliative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what happens is in the in commercial insurance, basically, it is for treatment, post mm-hmm. uh, complication treatment or post illness treatment. Mm. Aushman Bharat has tried to bring in the preventive part of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Of course, in commercial insurances also do some, what is called as, uh, you know, uh, test, periodical test, free tests after you run through commercial insurance as a, mm. uh, a couple of renewals, they give you as a freebie. But right. Aishman Bharat has built it into it. Now, there are two components of Aishman Bharat. Mm. First is the primary health care. Mm. Through, through some 150,000 health centers which they are building or all over India. Mm-hmm. The second one is the which what you may call as insurance, mm-hmm. which is called as the PMJ. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Which gives a cover of uh, 10 crore per year. Mm-hmm. To the poor and the vulnerable families, mm-hmm. right? And that is for secondary or tertiary care. So the primary care is provided by the health center, yeah. And the tertiary care comes by way of an insurance called mm-hmm. as a BF, PMJ, Correct. which is subsidized by the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I I want uh, you know it, it covers a whole gamut. You know, I agree. Communicable, uh, yeah. you know, I, ENT, yeah. hard, etc. Mm. Uh, uh, etc. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Uh, and it's it's been po- it's just about four years now. No, mm. it's not. You mm. know, the world talked about the health for all. Alma Ata. Uh, now it's called the Alma T. You know, uh, mm-hmm. convention. We say health for all by two thousand. Mm. Two thousand came and went. Two thousand ten came and went. 2020 has also gone. Health for all has not happened. Correct. But I have, uh, you know, optimism that as far as India is concerned, Aishman Bharat can do it. Well said. Well said. And now health for all is a part of the 17 SDGs of the United Nations by 2030. And I'm hoping <laughs> we, will, we will be I think able... we, we should, with Aishman Bharat, we should reach there faster than 2030. I agree we, with you. Yeah. I, I, my full... Good wishes are with that scheme. Absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on, sir. Now, uh, in the past two decades, the insurance Mm -hmm. ecosystem 
has undergone significant change. And as you very rightly said, the private sector has come in. Mm. More recently, digital has been a big disruptor. Mm. What key changes have you observed mm. uh, in the industry, uh, especially in the way insurance companies conduct their business? Oh, uh, online. We never heard of online business mm. earlier. Mm. It's most of the companies have switched on to the online mode. Mm. Uh, even the intermediaries have switched on to online. Mm. The aggregators have switched on to online. Mm. Right? So that is what the uh, technology has done. Mm. And uh, I suppose one thing that the technology has enabled is uh, reducing the cost of operations. Mm -hmm. uh, whether that has happened is another question which I will answer if you ask that question. No, I'll ask you. <laughs> Please answer. Now, see, if you must understand the fundamentals of insurance. Mm -hmm. To me, the fundamental is very simple. What do the insurance companies do? I'm going into commercial insurance. Sure. What do the insurance company do? Mm -hmm. They basically manage the risk pool fund of the policy holders. Mm -hmm. If you go to the our antique act, 1938 act and the regulations and the rules, they called it built along with that. They had put deliberately put caps on the expenses of management, caps on commission and, uh, and things like that. So mm -hmm. that the entire fund was available for the, to the policy holders. Right. And they had also said that you dare not invest the policy holders money in junk investments. Mm. You will put it in approved and, uh, you know, other right. securities so that the Correct. funds of, you know, what has happened is the technology which can enable the cost to be reduced. Mm. If you ask me whether it has happened, I, I have to be a little disappointed in mm -hmm. saying no, it has not happened. Okay. Why it has not happened is insurance companies which are supposed to conduct themselves at minimal cost, mm -hmm. the costs are simply splurging. Mm -hmm. The executive salaries of you know are in par with let's say IT mm -hmm. sector, mm -hmm. which is supposed to be the highest. Yeah. And the expenses of management have all gone up. I can understand the expenses mm. on setting up a computer system and things like that. Mm. And the intermediary payments have become crazy. Now you pay 20%, 25% to a broker and an agent. Mm. You pay 25% on yourself on your salaries, mm. which means only 50% is left for you to take care of the policy holders. Correct. So what happens is when that kind of expenditure takes place, mm. when you when your uh, genuine losses of uh, you know on the policies come, mm. you may not have enough money to pay. So what you do is you increase the premiums. Mm. So ultimately, the price that the policy holder has been paying has been skyrocketing. Wow. And the growth that you see largely in mm. terms of premium income from 10,000 crores to uh, 20,000 crores to 250,000 crores or whatever, mm. a large part of it is because of the 
absolute increases in the price that a poor mm. policy holder has to pay and, uh, please and not, don't mistake not, me no no not at all i mean we are having an absolutely open discussion and this is therefore what you're saying is the number of people being insured is not going up uh, so quickly except in the last four years because of the government scheme mm. it's, it's made a fantastic mm. see uh, you know uh, it's good that, uh, you know the, the, the welfare government has to take care of the people that's good but commercial insurances they have to you know mm. also have uh, try to reduce the expenses yeah right to you know for example if you take the mutual fund for example mm. the intermediary payments are a fraction Hmm. 1%, 2%. And here you pay 25%. Correct. Correct. To me, it sounds very crazy, sir. I, I don't know. I agree. Uh, I agree uh, with you. Uh, but also tell me, sir, you know, uh, in any kind of uh, business, there are always two parts. One is uh, the insurance company and the other is the customer, the, con uh, the, the person who wants to get insured. Based on your, again, vast experience, what role has customer behavior played in uh, getting insurance companies to start changing? You know, within the parameters that are available to him, mm. today the customer can go to what is called as shopping mm. uh, into the various uh, you know companies or through the various aggregators and try to find out Hmm. Uh, which is the most economical cover uh, available to him and right. uh, at the prices and what offers him the comprehensive hmm. cover. Right? That that the educated, you know, aware customer is enabled. Hmm. There are enough tools available to, to him hmm. to try and minimize his expenses. But that is subject to you know, if the premiums have gone up five four five hundred percent, and you are able to do the shopping and reduce it by ten percent, mm. <laughs> I don't know what's the benefit they're getting. I... But anyway, yes, the behavior has changed. The, uh, the computer savvy, uh, uh, you know, customers are mm. able to do it online, mm. or able to shop online, mm. find out comparisons, right? Uh, so. Wonderful. Yeah, that, that's happened. That's happened. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, so I have time for two more questions. My mm -hmm. next question is, again, drawing upon your vast global experience. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you, how have India, uh, Indian insurance companies performed mm -hmm. as compared to their global uh, counterparts? Um, there, uh, I would say that uh, our uh, there are positives there. You know, uh, when we opened up hmm. in uh, 2000, we were not sure how many players will come in. Okay. The players will come in only they, when they see income and profit here. Hmm. And a lot of players have come in today. We have got almost uh, you know 50 plus in life and 50 plus in non-life. Hmm. So, that they are able to see comparative advantages here. Hmm is a proof enough that uh, that you know this market is flourishing mm. this market right. after opening up is flourishing right even for the investors mm. maybe because this is an investment income in mm. this country the interest mm. income and the investment income are fairly high if you go to many of the western countries 
the average interest uh, that yield is uh, around 2.5% 3% here it, it even in a small savings bank account you get that you know? mm. so the interest yield income yields are much better here mm. so i would say that uh, the opening of the market uh, has been a, a positive mm. it brought technology it got international players it got uh, it, it also got international experiences coming into the uh, this country mm. and uh, ours is probably one of the market which is continuing to grow because the uh, potential is yet to be mined mm. we have not reached even the uh, you know the, the 10% mark in in terms of penetration you know? mm. Mm. very interesting and my last question to you sir and this is for the many many people who will watch our conversation based on your own amazing journey through life and through uh, leading so many of the insurance initiatives of our country what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from your learnings and from your own journey see uh, you know um i i suppose that there, there are some gen next in your audience yeah a lot of them uh, and it's it is a gen next next with whom i'd like to yeah uh, you know share my mm-hmm. you know, experience mm-hmm. of course uh, let me go back mm-hmm. to what i have uh, these are all when you uh, the, the memory is not mm. as not at all as, not at all you know yeah. what i did to improve my memory during the covid time I so we'll come to your memory later can we talk about your yeah, three lessons yes 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 sir yes sir okay um one is for the younger you know this comes out of our experiential learning mm and some of the lessons we learned mm. the hard way yeah number one is be honest with yourself yeah you owe it to you yeah more than you owe it to owe it to anybody else yeah and be number two be in a continuous learning mode okay. yeah because things things are changing very fast and if you are not a continuous learner you will be left behind mm. number 3 don't look back yeah wonderful yeah wonderful you know I, at the age of 73 or 72 during the covid time i enrolled and passed my llb examination wonderful to keep my memory you know because when wonderful. you prepare for an examination your memory improves well you're, you're not much older to... you're not much yeah. older than me i'm 66 so oh, I'm, uh, i'm 73 ah, okay so ah. uh, but on that note and your three wonderful lessons be honest mm. with yourself mm. uh, be a continuous learner a lifelong learner and never look back and also i would say you're saying learn from your mistakes Thank you Mr Srinivasan for speaking to me about your own journey thank you for talking to me about insurance and all the 
amazing aspects of insurance that you have spoken about. Thank you also for talking to me about uh, some of your own lessons and your own journey. Thank you again for speaking to me and good night. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this wonderful opportunity to, uh, to be of uh, some, uh, it's a payback period for me, uh, to pay back something back to the uh, the next uh, gen next. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I hope they find the, uh, some of these. Uh, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.